Baby, I'm good all by myself, but I'm a force of fear together. Mommy, I'm good all by myself, but baby, you, you make me better. You make me better. You make me better. Hey, what's good, good people? What's good? Welcome to Salute Sports and Real Talk. But we talking that sports and NFL review episode number three. We're already into week number three in the NFL season, and I'm loving every moment of it. But we don't need it to go too fast. And I'm getting these episodes out late. I'm getting them out late. And I told you I hate doing that. Um, that Monday night game. It's fucking Wednesday, and I'm talking about football. We got a fucking week four game tomorrow. I need to do better. And I said I wasn't waiting on a Monday night game no more. But Redskins play. And if anybody know me, those who don't know me, y'all know I get off talking about those Redskins. And boy, did they not disappoint. <laughs> I'm a fool all by myself. <laughs> but. We're going to dive into all that when we um, return. This is Salute, Sports and Real Talk. I say good day. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Salute, Sports and Real Talk, NFL Review, episode number three. And, And before I went off, before I went on break, I told y'all, man, I, I gotta get these episodes out, like, like, uh, uh, a little sooner, because it's Wednesday, and like I said, we, 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 we about to dive into week four already with tomorrow's game, and I'm still, like, uh, recording an episode from shit from the weekend, but Tuesday, I just, I, I, it, it was hectic, I was a little tired, I didn't feel like really recording anything, y'all know it's a lot that goes on with that, I, I got, I have to be in the mood to do these things. Even though it's business, I get paid. Not a lot, but I get paid. And maybe that should be my motivation. What will really be my motivation is one of those sponsors coming through and paying me a lot, a lot of money. And I'll definitely, you know, I'll be on this bitch like Monday night after the Monday night. I'll be on this joint making that shit make a lot of sense. Hello, soon as my zero 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 on the Monday night game, I'll be recording an episode. But maybe I should just take that initiative and just do it anyway. But I don't be feeling like doing it. After I watch the game, I'm ready to go to sleep or, you know, the game going on like 11.30, 11.45. So I'm trying to go to bed, get ready for work the next day or whatever the case may be. I just don't feel like recording. So, you know, one of those sponsors, y'all out there listening, you know, feed me, give me money. You give me money, I record. Quality's good, everything's great. And I won't be recording on Wednesday, but this is my own brand, so I need to like put my own work in. I can't like expect a sponsorship to come in unless I'm not putting unless I, I'm putting my own work in. So let me put my own work in. No sponsorships can come in just like that. You get what I mean? Right now I'm working on an anchor sponsor and I had a flipboard sponsor. They ain't paying me no money. I apologize, y'all, but yeah, we're the big boys that's paying money. We're with Nike. I said Nike, I read a Nike ad on this podcast so fast. It don't make no difference. You want to run comfortable? Get into some Nikes. 
Anything, what y'all want me to say? Adidas, Reebok, where you at? What, what, what you want me to say, Reebok? They saying Reebok back, huh? Reebok back. I say that all day, you pay me. Adidas. Hey, Anita, come and get some Adidas. Anything. I'm built for this. Converse, anybody. Hello, New Balance. Hello. Shaq. Anybody. I do the Pro Wings. Like, Pro Wings, give me a sponsorship, you know. Pay less. What's up? Anybody? Don't holler at me. Come on, man. Talk to me. Talk to me nice. You know the rules. Y'all know the rules with me. If you want to talk to me, you better talk to me nice. But at this point, I just need a sponsorship. Somebody's paying some big bucks. But but I'm, I'm humble. I'm going to be grateful for the sponsors I do have. Anchor, I love you. So I, I, I'm not going to sound ungrateful because I am grateful. Grateful. Um, God has put me in the position to just do this, you know, to make a little money. God has put me in the position to do a lot of things. I want to thank God first and foremost for everything. For giving me the abilities to, to stand, like to get on the mic and just hold my own. Because uh, a lot of people podcast, it'd be like two or more people. Y'all know, really, I do this by myself. You can look on ESPN, Fox Sports, Skip and Shannon, Stephen A and Max, Chris Carter and Nick. You know, it, it's, you know, I talk this myself. I hold my own. You know, it's a journey. It's a grind. I get there one day. I get those sponsorships. I be on ESPN one day. I be on Fox Sports one day. I be wherever I want to be. Just put my mind to it. And kids, listen to what I'm saying. Whatever you want to do, just put your mind into it. Never stop grinding. Go hard at it. Always believe in yourself and your craft. Invest in yourself. And everything going to work out. Keep God first. But I'm a switch kids. Because, you know, I want to talk about my cowboys, cowboys, woo, cowboys. And y'all know we we we, we striking. But I ain't going to spend too much on the cowboys. I, I'm not. I'm not going to spend too much on cowboys for this reason. Everybody in the fucking world knew we was going to beat those people. Everybody. So I'm not going to spend too much time on that. I just want to run through the game. We start off a little sluggish. We was on some, we was definitely on some bull. Had me a little concerned for a minute because I put a little money on the spread and at halftime looking at a 10-6 game. Like, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? What is really going on? And actually, I think we 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 took them for granted. We went into that game like, oh, we know we can beat them. So let's not play our hardest. Let's not do what we know we're capable of. So we went into that game, uh, whatever. Let's just walk along. So Miami started taking advantage of that, and they started building a little confidence, moving the ball on our defense, which I'm still, which I'm still concerned about in a little way. But just those things right there is what we need to, like, shape up, Cowboys fan. Um, I really want us to, like, shape those things up right there because we, we can't take teams like that for granted because you see New England, who played them a week ago, no, New England wasn't playing. New England didn't go into that game thinking, hey, they're the Miami Dolphins. They suck. They didn't, they didn't say none of that. New England didn't say none of that. You get what I mean? New England just went into that game and, and took care of business. You feel me? And just did it just like that. We have to learn. We have to have that 
killer instinct and that mentality whiz, though, we know you're better than you. We're going to put it on the field and show that we're definitely better than you. But like I said, we started the game sluggish. Took them for granted. Since six and a half. And even before the half, like, they, they was in position to score. And we did something that we haven't been doing the whole year. We, we created a turnover. But this spot like that, they could have went into the half up 13-10. Up. But we created a turnover. Um, thanks to Jalen Smith. Um, we got the fumble back. We did a few things. Did a little Hail Murray at the half. Whatever. But we went into the half 10-6. This is what I'm most proud of, of us. Because after we came out of halftime, we made adjustments. And this was coaching coming in. And I ain't saying this Jason Gerd. I believe it's Kellen Moore. I believe it's the coordinator. Because after we came from the half, we went on a 21 nothing spurt. We went on a 21 nothing run. They didn't score again. They didn't sniff that 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 goal line again. They didn't sniff that red zone again. And we scored 21 unanswered points. Like, our offense got the clicking. We really got the rolling. Like, we started making it make sense. Like that. It, he had a solid game. Nothing major. Um, got a little got a little cute early in the game. Threw an interception. But he rebounded. He was 19 for 32 for 246 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he even ran for a touchdown. But the key, the key what come what, what came out of this game and that I noticed with our offense is we sing like a yeah, this passing offense. Dak is the headline this year. But Ezekiel Elliott, yeah, good people. He's fourth in the league in Russia. Fourth. This game, he had 19 curves for 125 yards. That's 6.6 uh, curry. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, people out back up, had 13 curves for 103 yards and a touchdown. That's 7.9 per curry. So, applaud and salute our offensive line. Salute. Because they definitely going to do what they need to do. And, and, and we're going to have, like, one of the best running teams in the league. And we're just going to have one of the best offenses in the league. It's just real simple. Real simple. Um, didn't get too much production from YBC. He was outside of Mark Cooper. We had six catches, 88 yards, and two touchdowns on seven targets. Um, Jason Witten had three catches for 54 yards. Devin Smith, he had two for 39. Um, what I'm worried about is with Gallup out, who was our leading receiver coming into that game. With Gallup out for two to four weeks, I'm worried about like the, the production from Devin Smith. He had, a, he had a touchdown against the Redskins, another catch. But I'm worried about Devin Smith actually being the number two receiver. Still have Randall Cobb in the slap. I think that's where a lot of things was a little sluggish in the first half. But we still made it make sense, like, in the second half. But I want to see us take that momentum and that energy into the Saints game. Because even though Drew Brees out, uh, we still got to play football. Teddy Bridgewater is not, like, this no scum bum that they found on the street. He's a former pro bowler, people. So we need to take that energy and put it in and all that into the game and, and do what we need to do, handle out base. Um, also, the defense. Like I said, still a little sluggish, still a little concerned. They definitely on my radar of being concerned about. I'm definitely concerned about. But we had three sacks. And welcome back. Welcome back, Robert Quinn. Coming off a two-game suspension. He registered a sack in his first game. Demarcus Lawrence had a sack. I've been waiting for that. Mr. 20, $21 million a year, man. I've been waiting for that. So he had a sack. And I want to say um, 
someone else. I know they like had half a sack. Malik Collins and I want to say Hatter, they had like a half a sack. So all together we had three sacks. That's something I want to see more of. And it's watching the game like Robert Quinn, his presence. He really getting off the ball. So hopefully he can he can like sh- like fill in and show up some of the holes that we had now defensive line like tank get his act together and, and play like he's worth 21 million a year and Robert Quinn on the other side and Malik Collins pushing up the middle like we should have a good defensive line because our secondary is definitely yeah still a little unsure about Heath but I'm not gonna talk about him no more. Um, Woods is out with an injury He'll be out like four to six weeks so we put um Thompson um back there, Darian Thompson back there. Played okay, nothing too much, but we're gonna find out a lot against the Saints team. So we're going in New Orleans, tough, rough environment. So let's just keep what we doing up, keep this good pace up. We're three and zero. Philly is one and two. Giants one and two. Reds skins on three. I'm gonna get on them in the next segment. But I had to get on my Cowboys first. Y'all know how this go. And let's just continue to do what we do. I, I love the direction this team going to, man. Let's just hope it keep up and we stay injury-free. Like I said, um, Gallup's out. Wood's out. So, we just need to stay injury-free and keep up this momentum. Because the schedule will get... It's going to get difficult. Now, we at the time, look like I said, we got the Saints now in the Super Bowl Sunday Night Football. So, let's see what we do, man. And when I get back, I'm going to talk about the rest of the NFL. Stay tuned. Salute. Sports and Real Talk, NFL Review, Episode 3. That's a good day. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Salute, Salute, Sports and Real Talk, NFL Review, Episode number 3. And folks, it's time. Let's go around the league. <laughs> My first game. Somebody in our division, Philadelphia Eagles fly but Detroit Lions shot those suckers down. Pacow, good day. I ain't mad at it either. Detroit beat Philadelphia 27-24. Behind Matthew Stafford, who was 18-32, 201 yards and a touchdown. And Kerryon Johnson, Jesus Christ, looking at these numbers. He had 20 carries, y'all. 20 carries for 36 yards. That average out to 1.8 yards recurring. Wow. And the Eagles, this who you lose to? Detroit Lions with Kerryon Johnson, they're running back. 20 carries, 36 yards, 1.8 yards recurring. Fucking ridiculous action. Um, Mama Jones for Detroit Lions, he has six um, catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Danny Amendola, four catches, 37 yards, but made the most crucial catch of them all. Third down, caught the ball to keep the clock running late in the fourth quarter to sail the win. Anything in division, I'm tell y'all this. Anything in division that that when they lose, I'm good. I don't care. I don't care about nothing in that division. It's, it is what it is. Cause Wentz, okay. He even had an eye game. He was 19 for 36, 259 yards, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, who I, I I'm in, I'm impressed by Miles Sanders. I, I love this rookie right here. No, no big numbers. He 13 at 13 rushes for 53 yards. It's 4.1 per um, Curry. But he's a special kid. They need to let him spend more. He's in that backfield, you know, sharing that time with um, Jordan Howard, who had 11 Currys, 37 yards, and one touchdown. But he's a he's a, a good back. Even out the backfield, he had two catches for 73 yards. 
which led the team in yards. Zach Hurst at four catches, 64 yards in. Philly, don't, don't get it wrong as well. Philly, good team, but one and two. And I know Deshaun Jackson and, and what's my guy's name? Tall guy. Alshon Jeffries. They, they, they're out this week. So, they're going to be out. Um, I know Alshon coming back tomorrow against Green Bay. But, nonetheless, they did what they need to do. Nonetheless, they lost. I'm cool with that. I don't have no problem with that. One and two, we three and oh. So, hey, we got to do what we got to do to keep it moving. Let's tackle this this Chiefs and Raiders game. Chiefs and Raiders. The battle of, of the future quarterbacks. They say this is what the NFL going to now. Lamar Jackson. Mahomes and the boys. Patrick Mahomes, bad boy. Don't get me wrong, I think he's the best in the game. He's a bad boy. Lamar Jackson still have to show me that he can throw on a consistent level. Like when, when I know the first week against Dolphins, I mean, uh, I was serious this wide open. Like, I could have thrown them the ball, actually. It's keeping it real funky. How open they were, the distance from the next defender, 10, 15 yards, I could have thrown that ball to them people. This game, a little bit more than, Kansas City not even known for the defense, but it's a little bit more like of how NFL defense, like, will show you how it's going to be. So, like, the passes were overthrown, underthrown. I mean, it was two passes late in the fourth quarter. He just threw it up, and they, they adjusted to his receiver, adjusted to it, and made the cap. But bad throws, nonetheless. Definitely bad throw. But Lamar Jackson, he was 22 for 43. Um, he finished the game with 206 yards, no touchdown, also no interception. And like I say, it was, he was more so brought back down to reality this game. Because first two weeks, he's throwing touchdowns all across the board. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Huh, take five here. Take three here. This game, none. So I'm not saying to give up on him, but he he, he had to show me more. What I am impressed with the Ravens is Mark Ingram. He had 16 carries for 103 yards and three touchdowns. Mark Ingram coming from the Saints. Saints um, over running back. He is, he is a valuable to that offense, to that team, and what they need to do in that um, run pass option. That they run over there with Lamar Jackson. Scurry over there if when, like, when they figure out when Lamar Jackson becomes a better passer. Great time. Not taking saying he can't pass, but he becomes a better passer. When the accuracy is it's in, and when his accuracy improves. But other than that, um, Gus Edwards, um, running back, back up running back for Ravens, had seven curries, 53 yards. Lamar Jackson had eight curries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Hollywood Brown. You know, the, the, the Hollywood story coming into week three. It's killing the NFL. And that's what I'm saying. It's back to reality. Chiefs did a little bit more. Had a little bit more game film on him. He only had two catches for 49 yards. Willie Snead had three catches for 47 yards. Not a big production out of receivers. Not a big not big productions out of them. But nonetheless, it's definitely a very entertaining game. Chiefs, to me, controlled the whole game. Controlled the whole game. It wasn't a, a, a doubt in my mind that they that they wasn't going to win. So they did what they need to do. They held it down. Let's go to Patrick Mahomes, who was 27 for 37, 374 yards, three touchdowns. That 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 kid is special, y'all. That kid is special. Haven't seen anything quite like him. He can do it all, folks. He's a bad boy. That kid is a bad boy, man. For real. Um, not too much from the um, running games. You know, Kansas City don't really like running the ball anyway. That's what catches, catches up with them in the playoff. Because the running game is, is it's a non-factor. 
they live off the past and it, and it works all season until you get into like late December, early January when it, when it's, it's cold as hell up in, in Kansas City and the ball is coming out not the same. The ball's a little bit more wet because of the the the, the, the coldness and it's harder to catch the ball. The football becomes harder. Like your gloves ain't really no good. So that's where the Chiefs need to establish a running game. Andy Reid. It's it's a it's a passing guru in the offense. Offense coordinator guru, don't get me wrong, but he needs to know how to like implement the running game in his offense to make his offense more effective. With that said, Darrell Williams, he had nine carries for 62 yards. Sean McCoy had eight carries for 54 yards. Packing Holmes, Holmes finished the game for four, four carries, um, nine yards. Travis Kelsey, um, on receiving it, had seven catches, 89 yards. McCombs Harden had two catches, 97 yards, and one touchdown. And Demarcus Robinson had three catches, 42 yards, one touchdown. And so very, very talented team. Even with Tariq Hill out, their starting running back is out. And Kansas City still managed to put up 33 points, folks. So that should tell you what these dudes about. These dudes are serious, y'all. Serious. Going to have to find a way to, 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 to put that running game into it. But serious team, nonetheless. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to the Giants and Buccaneers, another division foe. But I'm going to talk about them. You know, I'm going to talk about them. And you know, the, the two headlines of this game. Saquon, out. Killed my fantasy. I can't tell you. Like, I had the number one pick in the fantasy. Don't know how I keep getting number one pick in the fantasy each year. I know y'all saying, oh, it's a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. It's a 10-team lead, and I have the number one pick. Meaning, I get the first pick, but I don't pick against it. 19-20, I hate it. Disgusting. Can't stand it. You get the best player, but it's 18 other players that's gone off the board before you pick again. Then you pick two more players. Then it's 18 more other players gone before you pick again. You get, what I, you, you get my drift? But let me get back. Let me stay focused. Let me stay focused. I'm getting mad. I'm not playing fantasy no more. So all my everybody in my fantasy league is not even playing no more. So Arriva Durche. But let me get back. So two key points in this game. Saquon Bach. He gets hurt. He's out four to six weeks. High ankle sprain. Second key factor in this game. Ooh, this rookie that the Giants have, Daniel Jones. And, and I want to hear all that, that, that talking about him because I remember when he got drafted. I watched every show, like, kill him. Why did the Giants do that? Why did I hurt the fans? Boom, boom. Go back to Duke and do that. I watched this kid in Duke. I watched this kid battle Clemson, the national champions. I watched this kid go against Florida State. I really watch Duke team, and I we all know we all know Duke for what basketball, cool and lacrosse. You don't know him for football, but in the past I'm gonna say a few years, with this kid there, he he's a very effective passer. He understand he understands the game, good people. Like I know it wasn't the popular pick, so y'all was just looking at it like, hey, Daniel Jones, what the fuck is that? I like Duke. Oh, boo we. He ain't connected to Coach K, so why do we have him? I get it. But he can play. Very mobile as well. That's something that he could bring like to that offense that Eli couldn't put back. Um, he's going to have his struggles. Don't get me wrong. He's going to have his struggles. You know, especially with Saquon out four to six weeks. And then you got to really realize, do you want Saquon back this year? Because that could be the, like, the dynamic that they need to, like, focus on. 
like moving forward next year, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, two young players, sort of like the Cowboys uh, formula, Dak and, and Zeke. But Giants have to build that lineup also. And then, and you gotta go get a um, receiver here. You still have Golden Tate, who I wanna say Golden Tate, he'll be back this week or the following week. I, I believe the following week. But Giants have a, a nice piece, and that quarterback, he, he is nice. He is nice. He used 23 for 36, 336 yards and two touchdowns. First NFL career style of people. And, my hey, he had four curves for 28 yards and two touchdowns. Two. That's the quarterback of people. He led the team in rushing as well. So he and the go-head touchdown. Like I told you before, the go-head touchdown. Very clutch. So all together, he was, in, he was accounted for four touchdowns. Started the game off with a touchdown. Ended the game with a running touchdown. Threw two in the process. Very talented kid right there. He's going to be special, y'all. Just give him a shame. But I'm also most impressed about this, this tight end, Evan Ingram. Giants have a lot of good pieces. Have to make it make sense. Next year, Giants will be serious. Mark my words. Remember this episode, Giants will be serious next year. Evan Ingram had six catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Sterling Shepard, another piece that people keep forgetting. He had seven catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. This team will be okay. Not this year. Because that's our shit this year. That division now. It's going to be our division next year, too. But Giants can be in second place. They get like that wild card. You know what I mean? But watch out for this team. I'm very impressed with the rookie. He 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 did his thing. I also want to talk about James Winston. Because after week one, like, people were crucified and, and, and dangled James, James Winston. Like, oh, get him out the league. He sucks. He's ass. And all this I heard. But James Winston since week one has been balling people. Even in this game. He was 23 for 37, 380 yards, three touchdowns. Throw an interception, but cool. He, James Winston's balling people. Ronald Jones running back, 14 carries, 80 yards. Very entertaining game. But I also want to focus on Janoris Jenkins, cornerback out of the Cowboys. Only thing he was good for was shutting down Darius Burn. Other than that, he is ass, toast, burnt. Get him out of here. Because he was getting torched. Mike Evans was eating him for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, niggas. And midnight snack. You know how you wake up, you got to get something. He just ate him up all around the bowl. 24-7, come get it. Mm-mm-mm. Yum, yum. For real, ridiculous, Janoris. He ain't one of the, the bright spats of that team. Or was it just a bad week? Yeah, he's just not a bright spat. So, get him out of town, New York. But very entertaining game. Probably the best game of the week, actually. Um, but Giants, nonetheless, win 32-31. Tampa Bay was up at least at least by 18 points. Like, unacceptable. That's where that team had to learn. Like, you can't let your foot off gas on a team like the Giants. But let's keep it moving, moving, moving. Let's talk about the Rams and the Browns. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even spend long on this game. Um, I just want to like point out that Baker May 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 Mayweather Mayfield. What, the, what is this boy name? Baker Mayfield. He's not the answer. And I, and I don't want to jump to conclusion, but it's something about him. All those weapons, he can't figure this out. Even this game, 18 for 36, 195 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Unacceptable if you're a quarterback in NFL. You're still throwing in the hundreds. 
I y'all know how I feel about that. If you've been listening to like my podcast, you know how I feel about quarterbacks throwing for 100 and something y'all. That's what running back should do. You're a quarterback. I want to at least see 250 or better. You can't do that as a quarterback in the NFL. Well, especially Odell, Landry. Come on, good people. Come on. Come on, Nick Chubbs. One of the little bright spots. He was 23 curries, 96 yards, 4.2 yards per, per curry. Jarvis Landry. Like, this is what, this is what I mean. This is, what, this is what 195 yards went to. Jarvis Landry, three catches, 62 yards. Odell, six for 56. Nick Chubb, four catches, 35 yards. Like, what are they doing? Like, the offense is just so, it's so predictable. Offensive line is unacceptable. And I know y'all just like, oh, well, you just said the problem off the line. No, Baker Mayfield made, it was a key play in that game when Baker Mayfield made a bonehead decision. It was the same play Daniel Jones made to win the game. Fourth, I think it was like fourth and something. Last play of the game, though, for Cleveland. He goes back. Instead of, it's man coverage across the ball. So, ultimately, when the play, the ball snapped, the line, like, pushes everybody to the outside. Like, meaning right guard. Um, right guard, right tackle, push their people to the right. Left guard, left tackle, push their people to the left. So it's the same. It was the same play as Daniel Jones made. Like the line opening it up for him, and it's man coverage across the board. Linebackers not even paying attention. Baker Mayfield just run up the middle, touchdown, tie ball game. Probably going overtime. Nope, didn't do that because Baker Mayfield is he does what a typical quarterback does. Run to the right because he's right hand. He go to his strong. You run to your strong side and try to make a play. No, if he was seeing the field like Daniel Jones, who's a rookie first NFL star, he'd have ran up the middle and gone. Touchdown, tie ball game. But that's what Baker Mayfield had to be. He had to be better at. And I'm trying to be patient with him, but I'm just thinking this is not for him. This is not. I'm, I'm thinking that people. I'm think. I'm just thinking that. I'm thinking this. This shit ain't for him. But I ain't going to spend too much time on them. You know what I'm going to spend too much time on, though. The Washington Redskins. That was their song. Hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Hail to the All D.C. Fuck, no, you ain't fight for me. I'm from D.C. Don't fight for all D.C. Fight for some D.C. Fight for a little bit of D.C. Fight for 25% of D.C., not all. Because that performance that y'all did on Monday Night Football National TV and y'all now, what, one for fit, one in 15 on Monday Night Games? Ooh, ridiculous. Unacceptable. That is unacceptable for real. And, and the thing about it, they play the bad Chicago Bears often. Defenses, oh, first-class defense. Started off from, I mean, sack, sack, interception, fumble, interception. They were all over the Redskins. And I'm not necessarily mad at Case Keenum. I feel as though he, he's having a great year. He's like third in, in passing yards in the NFL. He went 30 for 43, 322 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, he had a few fumbles as well. No running game. Like Adrian Peterson, 12 curries, 37 yards, 3.1 per curry. Chris Thompson, seven curries, 29 yards. Redskins will never be shit. Like one bright spot with the Redskins is, is Terry McLaurin. The rookie, he has six catches, 70 yards, one touchdown. So that's three straight games with him having a touchdown. Paul Richardson had eight catches, 83 yards on the touchdown. Chris Thompson had four catches, 79 yards. But other than that, ain't no bright spots in the Redskins. They so fucked up. A few key things that I took away from that game. 
Not even on the field shit, though. They so fucked up. They was honoring, like, like London Fletcher. They spelled his name wrong on a big screen, on the board. Embarrassing. Unacceptable. Just a ridiculous franchise. That's what we going with that, people. This franchise doesn't belong in the NFL. They have a rivalry with a team who always beat them. I don't see how it's that, a, that even a rivalry, rivalry no more. And then, another thing, I seen, like, the cup, like, guy that was making Gatorade, he was stirring their Gatorade with, with cups. Sometimes you get the cups of, like, 20 in a pack. And, like, he really was stirring the Gatorade with the packet of cups, like, going around and around. I'm sitting there, like, that's why they got his ass. Because look what they getting they, they Kool-Aid and Gatorade and water stirred with. That's why that team is ass. And don't ask me no questions about them. I love what I seen Monday. I love when they lose. <laughs> that boys are terrible. Good day. Uh, they lost to Trubisky, who, who outside of the day had no touchdowns. But you know how many touchdowns he had for the year now? One, two, three. Got all three in this game. He finished the game 25 for 31, 231 yards, three touchdowns. 25 for 31. He had six incompletions. Redskins ridiculous. Josh Norman got toast again. Talk too much. And I love Josh Norman because I love his physical presence. Like, he 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 get in your face and he play. But skills diminish. Definitely skills diminish, diminish and not the same. David Montgomery had 13 carries for 67 yards. I'm not talking more about them. They beat him. It was embarrassing. Ha ha Clint Dix, two interceptions. Khalil Mack, four fumbles, sack, two sacks. It's just doing what he wanted to do, man. And that's it for NFL Talk. We'll be back. Go around the NFL. Salute. Sports and Real Talk. NFL Review. Episode three. And I say good day. Welcome back, and let's go around the league. Let's start off with the Dallas Cowboys with a 31-6 win over the Miami Dolphins to approve the 3-0 in the year. Um, Dak Prescott, fast quarterback to reach 75, career pass touchdown. Jacksonville, 20-7 over the Tennessee Titans. Minshew, fifth Jaguars quarterback with two-plus touchdowns in the first quarter of a game. Detroit Lions proved a 2-0-1 with a 27-24 win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Lions, third consecutive win versus the Eagles. The Patriots, 30-14 to approve a 3-0 in the year. Brady passes Breeze, 522 for second-most pass touchdowns in NFL history. The Vikings approved a 2 one with a 34-14 win over the Oakland Raiders. Adam Thielen, Minnesota, two touchdowns, one reception, one rush. The Kansas City Chiefs, 33-28, so proving 3-0. Chiefs, 25-plus points in 24 straight games. That's an NFL record. The Colts beat down the Falcons. Let me stop that for a minute. Let me stop the momentum. Falcons are ass, man. I just want to say this. I didn't touch on that game in, in the last segment, but I just wanted to let y'all know Falcons ass, Matt Ryan's ass, Tyler, their ass. Like, but let's keep it going. Coach 27-24 to prove the 2-1 on the year. Coach snapped a five-game home, opening losing streak. Um, Green Bay approved a 3-0, 27-16 win over the um, Denver Broncos. Aaron Rodgers 13-2-1, breaking the last 16 stops in Green Bay. Um, the Bills... 
to the Bills, good people. They improved the 3-0 as well. With a 21-17 win over the Cincinnati Bengals, who dropped the own three. Bills, one of three AFC teams to begin the season 3-0. The Giants in a great, great, great game. Best game of the week behind the rookie Daniel Jones beat Tampa Bay 32-31. Daniel Jones, a go-ahead seven-yard rush touchdowns with a minute and 21 remaining. Carolina Panthers, ooh. Cam out the picture, and them boys ready to roll. They going down to Arizona, and they beat them 38-20 to get their first one of the year. McCaffrey, most scrimmage yards in the first three seasons in team history. 49ers approved a 3-0 over the 24-20 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. 49 49ers 3-0 for the first time since 1998. The Saints. Behind Teddy Brick 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 Bridgewater, 33-27 over the Seattle um, Seahawks. Um, first win without Breeze as a starter since 2005. Congrats, um, Bridgewater. Y'all stop sleeping on that boy. He was a pro voter a few years ago. He wasn't a pro voter for nothing. Y'all stop sleeping on him. Um, Texans, 27-20 over the San Diego Chargers. Texans outscored Chargers 23 in the second half. What do offenses be thinking? And I know people make adjustments and all that, but if I'm a Chargers fan, what what? What were we doing in the second half to only score three points? Why they score 20? What, what, like, all right, let me keep it moving, though. Anyway, um, the Rams 20 to 13 over, oh, the god awful, um, Browns. These were Super Bowl favorites. Like, when Odell came over there, I watched ESPN, they was like, oh my god, the Browns just jumped into the league to win the Super Bowl. Um, Vegas got them at this and this. Oh, shut up. I don't know what y'all talking about. Sit down. But Rams 2013 over the Browns. Rams approved a 3 0 in the year. Cooper Cup, when the Rams had two receiving touchdowns, his career high. <laughs> Chicago Bears 31 15. Wasn't even this close, people. But Chicago Bears 31 15. Redskins 2 18 in the last 20 Monday night home games. 2 18 in the last 20 Monday night home games. And that's it for NFL Roundup. Salute, sports and real talk. Say good day. Welcome back to Salute, sports and real talk, NFL Review, episode number three. In this segment, Be Cool Baby is brought to you by Anchor. You want to get into podcasts? Let's get into it. And be cool, baby. Let's get it. My first be cool, baby, goes to Philadelphia Eagles. I know y'all wanted to. And, 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 and y'all got Green Bay coming up tomorrow night in Green Bay. But good news, Alshon Jeffries will be back. Y'all have a good, good, good team, a great coach. Sean Jackson will be back soon. Don't overreact. Be cool, baby. Everything will be okay. <laughs> My second be cool, baby, goes to the Oakland Raiders. Y'all moving out to Vegas. You have John Gruden. A lot of picks. And didn't mention this. David Carr will not be your quarterback. You're going to be looking at Tool. Sunshine. One of those good quarterbacks about because this 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 draft coming draft coming up is gonna have a lot of quarterbacks. So Oakland Raiders, you're not gonna even have that name anymore. Be cool, baby. <laughs> it will be better days. It will be. I promise you, it will be. David David Carr will not be there. He will not. <laughs> and my last be cool, baby goes to the Chargers. I know it's one or two, 
Got, got out school 23 in the second half of the game that y'all was dominating. You still have Phillip Rivers. And from what I heard, Melvin Gordon is coming back sooner than later. And a very good team. And you and you have that dog of a defensive safety. Uh, he's coming back in a few weeks. So you can just weather a storm. Do what y'all need to do. Because outside of Kansas City, division is asked if you ask me. So you could count those two wins against Oakland. You count two wins against Denver. That's four wins right there. You're at one win already. So that's five wins. You got to find a way to squeak a few other wins out. You have Keenan Island, who's just a flat-up dog. He is a dog. One of the best, probably top five receiver in the game. And you have um, Phillip Rivers, who know how to get it done. So, Chargers, I want y'all to listen real careful. Be cool, baby. Everything's going to be all right. And that's be cool. And that's salute. Sports and real talk. NFL review. Episode three. And I say good day. I see y'all next week.